Hi, friends. Hi, listeners. Hi, everybody who found this podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I'm recording this and publishing on March 17th, 2020. It has been an incredibly hard week for the world, and I'm sending my love and prayers to anyone who's sick and um, anyone who's scared, anyone who's anxious, anyone who's struggling, as so many of us have had a sudden adjustment adjustment here in the U.S. to uh, life in quarantine. And um, I'm sending prayers that we get through this challenging time together. Um, I've been doing a lot of writing. You can follow me on Twitter um, at my website, GabrielleKaplanMayor.com. And I'm really dedicated and hopeful that this podcast will be a tool and a resource for people who um, are interested in going inward during this time as we're forced to slow down and, you know, want to focus on gratitude and reflection and working on that sixth sense of intuition. So I'm delighted to bring you an amazing woman, um, Tammy Astorino. Tammy is um, someone who we could learn from under any circumstances But in this episode, she's going to share about an amazing spiritual practice called forest bathing that is something you do outside in nature. And that's a place for all of us where we can be, where we can safe, taking some space from crowded places and even the things where we would normally love to go, our houses of worship, yoga studios, restaurants, concerts, um, we can we can be out in nature right now. And so I think you'll learn a lot from this practice. And I look forward to being in touch and sharing more episodes of the podcast soon. Welcome to episode 11 of the Five Questions podcast. I am delighted to have Tammy here with us for this conversation. Tammy, where are you calling from? I'm in Sarasota, Florida at the moment, although I'm from Philadelphia. Oh, wow. And how is the, how's the weather? I'm picturing just sunshine mm. and beauty. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I, I won't go on and on. It might make you and your listeners jealous, but it's, oh, it's beautiful. All right. I'm, I'm taking myself there. Tammy, I'm going to start out with a deep and probing question, which I ask mm-hmm. all of my guests when we begin. What is your favorite ice cream flavor? Mm. Well, that's a no-brainer. I'm a vanilla soft-serve woman, um, wow. but I have not been eating dairy for many years so mm-hmm. if I ever come across vegan soft serve I'm okay. very excited <laughs> that's awesome so I will tell you you're not my first guest who said vanilla soft serve that's popular and a number of people who've said vanilla so there's there's something to it classic yeah and I, I bet thing. Yeah, and I think in the coming years, we probably will see more and more vegan soft serve. So mm, that, you I know. hope so. <laughs> yeah. 
Tammy, what are you thankful for today? Uh, I love that question. I'm thankful for little loving gestures. I Both my kids this year are grown and flown. I don't really like to mm. say empty nest. It's such a depressing word. Um, so these kinds of gestures seem to mean even more to me. My my husband made a photo of me that my sister shot. I didn't know, um, made it his screensaver, kind of like a kid would in high school. And that just Aww. touched me. And my son yeah. said, I love you. And he got off the phone before I said it. And my daughter texted me when she woke up this morning. So I just, um, you know, the, in my role as a mom, I feel like I'm the creator of the loving gestures. So mm -hmm. it fills me up to get them back. That is so lovely. And I really appreciate you highlighting that idea of grown and flown versus empty nest. I've mm. always thought that too. It was so, there was such a negativity to that empty. I yes. love how the, that's a beautiful phrase, just grown and flown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, empty nest sounds pretty barren and it's, it's an exciting stage of life while there is, of course, loss because it's the right. end of a, a major stage of life. But it's, right. it's opened new doors and it does feel like the next chapter. Yeah, that's that's a much, much more hopeful <laughs> and positive way of thinking about that time. So I hope listeners will, who are in that stage of life will adopt that. I really love it. Nice. Yeah. Tammy, being in, in Florida where you are, I'm wondering if there is something beautiful that you've noticed this week. Oh, the moon. I I have a dog that I take out to walk regularly and really try to not just look at my phone while it's tempting, mm -hmm. while I'm walking mm -hmm. him or, you know, in the pauses and to look up. And last night I looked up and there was this huge, luminous, full white moon low in the sky, you know, when it, it hasn't, yes. um, hasn't lifted and gotten smaller. It just took my breath away. And it, in reflection of what I was just saying about my family being spread out, my husband was out yeah. of town, the, you know, friends and family all over the world in just a interesting time of life. We're all looking at the same moon. And I was thinking like, it's so beautiful. And I wonder what it looks like in all these other cities. Um, oh my and goodness! We, so it's out. The same moon is outside everyone's door, but it was radiant last night. And I love that you began that noticing, Tammy, with acknowledging. I'm just going to put my phone away while I'm walking my dog, right? I know. And can you imagine how often we would be out there with this? moment this incredible full moon and not even see it and that's such mm -hmm. a such a tough thing for all of us right now in our this moment in time when we're just addicted to these devices and that it actually takes a discipline to say like oh I'm walking my dog right now I'm just I'm just gonna notice what's around me yeah it's a physical pull to pull my phone out like or to you know respond to even in, it's something I'm curious about in that moment. Like, oh, what yeah. is the weather tomorrow? Or I should look that up. Not even that I'm checking my email, but to delay the gratification and not look at that screen for the time I'm outside. You're right. It, it is a deliberate um, and disciplined act. 
It is. And I think the more um, we get in that experience of just, I, I'm going to take, you know, my dog and I are going on this 20 minute walk or whatever it is, going to just mm-hmm. put it away and notice. I feel like when I'm able to do that, um, then I'm more like desirous of that. Then the next time I do the walk, I'm, I'm conscious of putting it away and, and having that time in nature. But it, I know for me, it, it's taking effort. Mm, that's so interesting. It's, it's validating to hear coming from you, Gabby, because I think of you mm. as one of the most thoughtful, present and spiritual women <laughs> that I've ever known. And Aww. that, and it's validating that we're all um, influenced by these devices. No one's for influenced. sure. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Even Gabby. No, are you kidding me, Tammy? Oh my gosh. I'm the serious. pool is real. The pool yeah. is real. Well, um, this is actually a good transition into my next question because I think sometimes when, when we're just in that, like I'm going to my phone, I'm going to my text, I'm, I'm in that energy. We're not very grounded. And my next question is what helps you to feel grounded? I love this question because like we just talked about, we all need yeah. it for sure. In our modern life, we spend so much time in front of a screen and my husband actually has been studying the grounding, the actual idea of grounding, the science of grounding, oh the expression, what grounds yeah. you and you can say, Oh, my family or, you know, connecting to spirit or whatever. But the, yeah. there's actually physical grounding, which is touching the earth with any part of your body, you know, the simplest way is taking off our shoes, but you could also touch your hands to a tree. And, and then there's all this science I won't geek out over, nor could I begin to explain, but how it changes the, the charge in our body and the impact on our health. So that's credit to oh. the, the word, but for me, wow. the big answer is, is forest bathing. It's a practice that I've been studying and sharing for a few years now. Can you, Tammy, for people who may have never heard that phrase, take us into what it is, what you do, how you got into it. Of course, I was hoping you'd ask. (laughs) I could talk about it for a long time. So forest bathing is the Japanese practice of Shinrin-yoku. Forest bathing is the the somewhat lost in translation um, English words for it, but it's a practice of specific intentions to connect with nature in a healing way. There Mm. is both a spirit and a science to this healing. And the story of how I got into it, um, I think is a worthwhile story because I I think it it found me. Um, I founded Rise Gatherings. We create retreat experiences for women. I've been doing that for about four years. And at Rise Gatherings, the first year, we have a, we have an annual getaway every year where we bring over 100 women to the Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania for personal growth workshops, classes, and connection to nature. So this was our first year, and someone was scheduled to lead a nature hike, a meditative nature hike. And unfortunately, at the last minute, she couldn't come and be one of our leaders. So... I didn't want to take it off the schedule. And I thought, well, I've been teaching yoga for many years and I love nature. I I can do this, I think. Mm -hmm. And so 
uh, it was scheduled for 7 a.m. It was pouring rain. And oh luckily, gosh, a group of about 15 women showed up. I think they were actually being supportive of me as much as I was mm-hmm. being supportive of them. And we had our umbrellas and we went into the woods. And I, somewhat from intuition and some from doing some quick reading that morning, led them in the the art of awakening our senses, taking them through really noticing with our with new eyes the patterns that the branches make in the sky the mm. myriad of colors the shades of green smelling the forest tasting it um experiencing it with touching what we are called to touch as opposed to just looking so all all of the senses um as well as some other invitations and what happens it said when you um, awaken all of your senses because they're typically so dulled. When all five senses are awakened, our, our sixth sense, which, you know, we've heard that word, your sixth sense, whether you want to call it intuition or voice of your soul, inner knowing. In Judaism, there's the, the idea of kol damama daka, the still small voice, the voice inside of you. Just this, this feeling that you get when you're really present and a sense of awe and connection. And that's what happened. So there were, there were women with tears in on their cheeks and people remembering um, loved ones who had passed and a a deep appreciation for nature. Just from me kind of doing these intuitive callings, invitations to get more present as opposed to just walk the way we normally would on a path through the woods, you know, talking to each other. So um, it was transformative for me and lit this fire in me to learn more about forest bathing. And ever since then, I share it um, at Rise Gatherings and it it refuels me. And um, I love seeing how it lights up others. Well, oh, Tammy, you just painted a picture of that experience. I feel like I'm in the woods with you on that rainy mm. morning and with the women and um first of all, I love the name forest bathing it's so beautiful and sensual and I think any of us who've spent time in nature and feel recharged there and really like feel close and appreciative of of trees and nature like how you're talking about a full sensory experience and i love that that's one path to getting to that place of intuition um mm-hmm. i i started the podcast because i'm very i'm very interested in that sense of intuition i always have been i think it's been something um you know when you were so kind before and described me as a spiritual person what i can tell you is um, on my path that I, I actually just came, this is just who I am. <laughs> I came, I came wired this way into the world. And, you know, I, I won't go into my ideas about maybe why or how or whatnot, but just to say, this is who I am. So I've always had this really intense spiritual longing and really mm-hmm. intense spiritual curiosity. And for me, conversation and reflection is one of the tools and one of the ways in, but, um, nature is 
very big for me and getting quiet. And I, I love, and I'm wondering since this was a couple of years ago for you, if you've noticed, um, when you're not doing the forest bathing, but just in your day-to-day life, if you feel like that sense of inner knowing is, is more present with you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I mean, for sure, I'm not walking around like blissed out all the time, but yeah. it's yeah. it's it has made me feel more connected to my own intuition and more trusting of it. And also more aware that in order to stay connected to it, I need to cultivate that presence. And you don't have to be in the forest. You could just take two minutes to look at the plant that's on your desk yeah, or go outside. And rather than try and go from point A to point B, forest bathing, I say, is like having the wonder of a three-year-old how they don't go from point a to point b they stop and they touch and they look um so it's it's very available and i i think that i feel that connection intuitively to myself and to others but also to nature and that nature's talking to us all the time and i think mother earth is trying to turn up the volume because she needs us now more than ever um, so I've, I've felt that also, I mean, the more time that I spend in nature and I, I think others, the more we care for it. So that's been another outgrowth. I've always been an environmentalist, but I, I feel it even more strongly. Mm. That is, that is so cool to just hear what's increased in your life as a result of this practice and and how it's changed you. And I think that's the other thing about any spiritual practice. And you mentioned your, you know, your experience as a yoga teacher or people who meditate or pray or whatever it is, like we're not always in it, right? We're, we're here on earth. And so we just, we go in and out and then we go back to the practice and we forget it and distracted and go back but that somehow staying with it you know really can lead to to that kind of deepening of connection mm-hmm. very much yeah. that's why it's called practice we're just practicing yeah and how been, and i've how been practicing well, for many years <laughs> yeah we we all are for sure and i love that you are creating these opportunities for women on your retreats and in the show notes we will have a link to rise retreats so that anyone who's Mm. listening and is interested can check that out Tammy. um so another question for you at this moment in time when the official turning of the seasons of spring coming is a few weeks away is there is there something that you hope to awaken within yourself I would like to awaken presence. We just talked about it and having heard me talk about cultivating presence in nature, you'd think I, I had that down, but you know, like what you were just saying before we teach what we most want to learn. So this has been a lifelong desire to awaken presence in myself. And I call it my inner Winnie the Pooh because he to me is the emblematic of the ability to just be. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that that's, that's not my own thing. That was influenced by a book I read in college. So like mm. 30 years ago, 
called The mm-hmm. Tao of Pooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was you know this book? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> so the Winnie the Pooh characters explain the principles of Taoism. So anyways, the reason that it's this, I say it's a lifelong desire is when I read that book at age you know, 20, I saw myself in the busy rabbit, always coming and going and getting stuff done. But I was very mm. drawn to Winnie the Pooh and the way he would just invite everyone to sit down to tea and relish in the delight of a balloon or honey. Mm-hmm. And so this spring, I would like to cultivate my inner Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that is awesome. I, Tammy, I haven't thought about that book. I think we're probably about the same age. And I'm like, yes, I remember a certain That's a throwback, store. I know. I used to hang out <laughs> in during college. I, yes, that's a beautiful book. What a great, what a great image. Um, and, and finally, what's a hope? that you're caring for the world right now? That's a lofty question. This is legitimately, this is legitimately how I live my life and what I have chosen to build a, a business around. And that is that we all remember our interconnection. Mm. We, we already, we already know it, but we're being pulled in so many directions. We can forget and we're our interconnection i mean by that that in supportive community we feel held we grow we laugh we heal and that it's there for us that but we can feel and we meaning myself included so alone so to remember um that if you're down or need something go seek it because it is there for us and that it's our calling as human beings to create supportive communities and show up for others. So my hope for the world is, is interconnection. Oh, that is beautiful. And, and Tammy, I'm just going to go with the flow of our conversation, you know, about your connection to nature, to the women that you, um, you bring together at your gatherings to your family and watching your children grow and, and enter this new chapter of life. And, um, you were describing a whole lot of interconnection. So what, what a beautiful mm. way to end you, you were for Thanks, sure. Gabby. Yeah. Well, Thanks, thank you. Gabby. Thank you for, um, for, just being here and sharing your experience and your wisdom with us. And as I said, I'm going to have all the, all the notes to the gathering on our, on the podcast page. So thank you so much, Tammy. Thank you. Thanks for creating this space for us to connect, but for your listeners to have a moment to connect with something um, spiritual. I feel like you, you, you bridge spirituality with the everyday. Um, by yeah. putting it into a, a, a digestible podcast and yep, that spirituality that doesn't have to be this, this far off thing that it's, mm-hmm. it's part of our reality. It's part of our reality. So thank you yeah. for creating yeah, that. I, I and hope sharing people it with are others. listening while they're like folding their laundry and, you know, scrubbing their bathroom floor. Cause that's, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> when I'm listening to my spiritual podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tammy, be well. You bet. Bye-bye. Take care. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, Tammy, be well. You bet. Bye-bye.